You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Happy Tuesday. Uh, This week, we're going to dive into a passage in James chapter 2, where he helps us understand what authentic, genuine, saving faith is. Now, let me begin today with a brief quiz. I've got three questions for you. Number one, what percentage of Americans do you think believe in God? The answer in a recent poll is 93%. Isn't that amazing? Question two, what percentage of Americans do you think believe that Jesus is the Son of God? Again, according to a recent poll, 86%. That's absolutely amazing. Now, follow-up question, question number three, what percentage of demons do you think believe there is a God? The answer is 100%. That's right. In the spirit realm, the forces of darkness are in 100% agreement. There is a God. Jesus is his son. James 2.19 says, you believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. And that word shudder means the demons are so aware of the reality of an all-powerful God who dwells in unapproachable light, who is completely good and promises to bring judgment down upon sin and rebellion. They believe it to such an extent that the demons shudder in fear. Demons are not agnostic. They're not atheists. They totally believe in God. And yet this kind of faith where they believe in God intellectually and tremble emotionally will never save them. James begins this passage, James 2, by teaching us there are a lot of people in this world who claim to have faith, but it's just kind of an intellectual deal, it's, it, or, or it's just an emotional deal. It falls short of surrendering their will to King Jesus or short of pledging their allegiance to follow Jesus and trusting in Jesus to both save them and transform them. Not only do a lot of people claim to believe, but show no fruit. There are also a lot of people who claim to care but show no real compassion. There's an old Peanuts cartoon that may be a little hard for those of us who live in warm climates to understand, but imagine that it's freezing outside. However, Charlie Brown and Linus are inside all bundled up and poor Snoopy's out in the cold shivering in front of an empty dog food bowl. Charlie and Linus, again, they're inside in this cold night having a discussion about how sad it is. He's cold and hungry, they say. We ought to do something about it. They agreed, so they walk outside and they say to Snoopy, be of good cheer, Snoopy. It was just kind of a Snoopy, we feel your pain, man, kind of a moment. Do you know where Charles Scholes got the idea for that cartoon? From these verses in James chapter 2, right here, verses 15 and 16. Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? What good would it have been for, like, the good Samaritan to see the guy at the side of the road who had been beaten, robbed, left in a pool of blood, to only go up to him and say, I'm so sorry. This is such a tragedy. May God be with you till we meet again. Yet let's be honest. We kind of do this kind of thing all the time. We see a person in need or going through some difficulty and we feel sorry for them. We feel sad about their situation and we, we confuse those feelings with Christ-like care. When your heart is breaking for your neighbor who's lost their job or for your colleague whose wife has been diagnosed with cancer or had a stroke. It's not compassion until you take action. A lot of people claim to care, but what good is it if they don't do anything about the needs of the person next door or in their community? 
The Apostle John said in 1 John chapter 3, verse 17, if any one of you has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in you? James says if you claim to care but do nothing about the physical needs of a hurting person, what good is it? And then James jumps back to a person's claim of faith without any lifestyle change. And he says in James 2.17, in the same way, he says, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action, is dead. Our faith and our compassion have to be more than just words. Here's a powerful quote from Brennan Manning that causes me to tremble a little bit. He writes, the greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians who acknowledge Jesus with their lips then walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. And he says, this is what an unbelievable, unbelieving world finds simply unbelievable. It's unbelievable, it's inconceivable to claim to have faith and to claim to care, but fail to demonstrate either with your actions. James didn't pull any punches when he said, faith without actions is dead. So let me challenge you to look for a way to demonstrate some genuine faith in Jesus today. Let's pray that today. God will help you and me recognize a practical opportunity to put our faith into action. God, I thank you that your love for us always involved action. That your word says the greatest thing that we can do is, is the greatest thing is faith expressing itself in love. And so give us eyes to see, ears to hear today. Help us to have our radar up to opportunities to care, to love, to meet a need, even if it's just somebody who needs a conversation, somebody who's feeling a little lonely and needs an arm on the shoulder. Help us to be aware. In Jesus' name, amen. Catch you back here tomorrow. You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. 